So as you can imagine, we're going to talk a little bit tonight about why we sing songs. So a few minutes ago, we had these, you know, songs on the screen. By the way, I've heard of like none of them, except for I want to say the the cowboy one that was Aiden's. Um, I've heard that one. It was on a Super Bowl commercial. But I but but those are popular songs and, and songs are a huge part of our culture. Let me ask you this. How many of you have a favorite type of song, favorite, favorite kind of music? All of you scream it all at the same time. Go ahead. Awesome, great. Can you guess what my favorite style of music is? Well, it's Christian, but what kind of Christian? Who said Christian rap? Did you say Christian rap? Yes, I happen to, I happen to love Christian rap. I do, I do. You what? You get the memo in the gym every week. And I like, right now, I'm really into Spanish music. I have no idea what they're saying. I don't. But it is, it is really fun to listen to. But here's the thing is, if, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't noticed, when we gather together here at Electric and when we uh, meet at church in the worship center, when we had Discipleship Now, right? Shout out for Discipleship Now, right? Woo-woo. Yeah. We spent a significant amount of time singing songs. And, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but... Like, maybe you've been in church long enough that you just know that's part of what church is, and you enjoy music, so it's just like, this is great, this is fun. But have you ever stopped and thought about, why exactly is it that we sing songs at church? What's the reason for that? And I'm going to give you the answer. But there are more, this is not all of the answer, but these are some of the reasons, and I hope this just helps you understand the significance of singing, because it's one thing to sing, it's another thing entirely to allow your singing to connect you with a holy God. That is another thing entirely. So here's the reasons. Are you ready? You don't, you don't, I don't give you notes or anything. So you just got to remember. You just got to take a photographic memory on the screen. The first is this. We sing because God loves us. We sing because God loves us. Check this verse out. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. Zephaniah. I know you're like, I don't even know how to. What? Zephaniah, Zephaniah, yeah, Zephaniah 317, weird name for a book, great words in the book, it says this, the Lord your God is among you, a warrior who saves, check this out, I love this, he will rejoice over you with gladness, he will be quiet in his love, he will delight in you with singing, I don't know if you knew this, God is inspired by your life. He loves you so much. He actually sings over you. That is cool. I don't know about you. That's cool. So there's like some record God has up in heaven, I believe, with your name in it. Isn't that awesome? He's got lots and lots of records. Um, but he sings over you. And, he, and it's, the reason he sings over you is because he loves you. He cares about you. But we also sing because we love him. We sing because... We love him. Here's the thing. Jesus has done so much for us that his, the work in his, that he's done in our lives, the, the sacrifices that he's made for us should make us want to sing. And so I don't know about you, but I, when, I, when there's a good worship song on and the song is about Jesus and it is just praising his character, like who he is, he's faithful, he's loving, he's good, he's giving, 
those I, I feel like I'm being lifted up. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but you're as you're singing, you feel like you're almost like it's floating off the ground because God is lifting your spirit up. But it's because you love Christ. That's why you sing. It motivates us to sing because we love him. We also sing, though, to remember. That's a big reason. We sing to remember. Psalms 89.1 says this, I will sing about the Lord's faithful love forever. I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations with my mouth. See, God has done all these incredible things throughout history. He's done incredible things in your life. And there are songs written about those things so that we remember what God has done. Every time we sing on a Sunday morning or in the car when you're jamming Caleb or Air One or whatever, or you're singing at youth group or you're singing at discipleship now, those words that you're singing are supposed to make you remember God and remember who he is and what he's done for you. We also sing, this is the cool, cool one, we sing because singing is eternal. So here's something that, to think about. The ground you're standing on right now at some point was created by God. But singing has always existed and will always exist. The reason I can say that is because God has been singing amongst the Godhead for forever. But then we're going to, so that's a flashback. And that's somewhat of a hypothetical. And I can explain why I think singing has existed forever. But even the world and humanity and all those things were created. But singing has been part of God's character from the beginning. Um, and by the beginning, I mean eternity in the past. I know that's like, what? Whoa. You know, I think about God and you're like, whoa, he's existed forever. But Revelation 5, 9 says this. This is, this is future. It says, they sing a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slaughtered and you were purchased. You purchased people for God by your blood from every tribe, language, people, and nation. Revelations 5, 9 is saying they're singing this song in heaven. If you get a glimpse of what heaven looks like in eternity, it's going to be this song where we're praising God because he died on the cross. We're praising, we're pra- and, and here's the cool thing, that the, the song is going to be in e- from every tribe. It's going to be millions of languages, right, because there's tons of people in heaven from all over the world, and they're going to be praising God with their languages. And there's going to be different flavors of music in heaven, I believe, and, and all of that is going to go on for eternity because we're going to be remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. And so singing is eternal. If you think about it, there were these angels that are created to sing, like music leaders in heaven. And they existed before God even made and formed the earth, if you, th- if you think about it. Pretty cool stuff. Um, so singing is eternal. That's another reason we sing. But here's, here's real quick, we're going to jump in our small groups. Here's real quick things to think about when you sing, right? So we answered why we sing. We sing for lots of reasons. I shared a few. When we sing, what are some things we should be doing? First of all, when you sing, it's important to use your mind, okay? Like when you sing, uh, it's, it's easy if you know a song where you just sing the words, but you don't, you're just singing the words because you've memorized the words, but you're not actually thinking about the words, I encourage you, when we sing in here and we sing in church and we sing whatever, if you're listening to worship songs and they're about God, it's important to use your mind to think about what is the significance of the words that I am saying. I'm not just saying words to say words. What's the significance? Right, even just a minute ago, we're singing, 
who we are. We are children of God. That's significant. God loves us so much that he adopts us as his kids. He cares so much about us. So that should encourage us. That should motivate us to sing. But if we're just saying the words, but we're not thinking about the significance, we're missing out on something that's really cool. Also, it's important when you're singing to know it's not about you. It's not about you. There should be times when you're singing songs that you don't like. Like you might not enjoy the melody. You might not think artistically it's all that fun. But here's the thing. When you're singing to God, the music is important. Don't get me wrong. But it's, you, it's not about you. It's about God. So we sing to God. And the last thing is when we sing, we need to let the singing change us. Here's the thing. I believe this with all my heart. As you sing songs to the Lord, if you will do these things, if you'll use your mind, if you'll realize it's not about you, that if you let the words sink in, they will change your life. You know the reason I know this to be the case? There's all these testimonials of people who used to listen to certain types of music all the time, whether that music was, maybe it wasn't Christian. Um, and I, I don't always like using the word Christian and unchristian. Maybe music wasn't positive. There was music, the lyrics were not good for, so they listen to that, and then they make the switch, say, for example, where they're like, you know what, for a month or two months or three months, I'm just going to listen to music that is honoring to God, that challenges my mind, that helps me think about problems in the world. Again, most of that could be Christian music, but some of it might be music that's positive, that helps you think about the character of God. There's all these testimonials of people who do that, and their lives are changed. Their marriages get better. Their lives get better. They're more positive. They have a better attitude. They suddenly care more about other people. It's because what they're putting in their mind is transforming their heart. So here's the thing is when you sing, let the words, especially those words that we're singing to God, change your life. Let them change your life. Ezekiel 33, 32 says this. It's a cool verse. Yes, to them you are like a singer of passionate songs who has a beautiful voice and plays skillfully on an instrument. But check this out. They hear your words, but they don't obey them. This is an example of what not to do. Don't be wrapped up in the songs, the voice, the beautiful instrumentals, but not hear the words that God has in those songs and not obey them. Instead, as you sing, as you think about, you know, like there's a song we sing in church all the time, I'll follow you anywhere, right? You guys know that song? Jason plays it, plays it in church on Sunday. I'll follow you anywhere. Like if you're singing that, but then you're not following Christ, that would be an example of not allowing the words to change you. But if you're singing that, and I get, I'm not saying we'll follow Christ perfectly. I don't do that. I try to. I try to make it my goal every day. I make mistakes every day, though, too. But if I'm saying those words and I mean that, I'm like, God, I will. I will I'll follow you. I make mistakes, but I'm going to follow you. I'm going to continue to follow you. I'm going to do that. Then I'm allowing those words that I'm singing to be a motivation for me to be different and to obey God. Isn't that cool? In fact, there's whole books in the Bible. We could go on and on about this. There's whole books in the Bible that are music. The Psalms were written pretty much for music. And so God, music is very much a part of who God is. But music also can play a role in transforming us. And that's why I hope when we sing songs, you'll go, oh, we're not just singing. We have a reason we're singing and we have things to do while we're singing. So I hope that encourages you.